My conversation today on Behind the Act is with Richard Cressman. He's an artist and content creator focusing on hopeful, positive content. We're talking about how he creates this content for him to hear when he's struggling. And although I know it's important for us to be able to publicly struggle and address our fears and doubts, this conversation helped me understand that it's okay to be okay publicly. I'm Seth Schaefer. This is Behind the Act with Richard Crespin. I hit you up because I saw a drive and a passion that you have on, you know, particularly social media stuff. And I had to spend a lot of time there, but I feel like when I do show up, I see your stuff. So I, I guess, tell me what, um, what the mechanism has been for you uh, that kind of drives posting inspiring videos, proclaiming the Red Rocks thing. And what's that about? And I don't know. Everything that you see me post, like I need it first. Like it comes to me, like it, whether it's like um, a recycled quote from somebody or um, something that a friend says, or, um, you know, something that just pops into my mind, like everything that you see is like, first it's, it's for me because I need that stuff. Like I need, like, I don't know if you've ever woken up in a bad mood and you just had to look in the mirror and tell yourself today is going to be a good day, no matter what happens. And, um, so like, first and foremost, like that stuff, like I've, I've had to go back and watch some of the videos that I've created myself and, um, listen to what they have to say and put myself in a, in a, in a mind space to, to even face the day sometimes, you know, like I know like social media sometimes can show only one side of somebody. Um, and it's, usually the good side, you know, and a good warm, fuzzy feelings. I think it's, it's better to be more real, especially with yourself and say, you know, cause like, I think we can post so much good stuff online that we are, we're almost lying to everybody. And then we start lying to ourselves. Like, how do I make the situation look better? And sometimes the situation just can't look better and it's not a good feeling. And, and those are okay. I think if people need to know that like those feelings and those emotions are okay to feel and it's okay to let them wash over you. And it's okay to let go of them sometimes. And it's okay to, to hold on to them sometimes. Um, but I yeah. really, I really think that um, what drives me to to put out the content what I what I put out is, um, you know, it's it's for me. And if and if it can help somebody, it's it's like my personal journal. But it's like having my personal journal open to the world. And um, I know if I'm going through it. Um, someone is either going through it with me or they have a solution and maybe they'll share that with me and maybe they'll share that with someone else. And, um, I think of really another big drive is just letting people know that they're not alone and that the world gets dark, but the sun will rise. Um, and, uh, and the red rocks thing, you know, like you, I think it's more, you know, we, we all have these big grand ideas, but when you can picture your idea when you have a, a vision of your idea, that makes that idea um, more than just an idea. Um, I'm a big fan of of the fourth dimension, and if you can picture it in your head and you believe it, I believe that you know it's already been done, and you just have to wait for your time. You just have to wait for it to show up. Um, of course, you know you can't just sit around and and not work. I think it takes a lot of work um, to get to where you want to be, whether it be Red Rocks as an artist. Um, whether it be, you know, a CEO of a business, um, if you can picture it, that idea is more than just an idea. Um, and I think that's part of being creative, you know, like yeah. we creatives have ideas 
And when you realize, and when you can, what is the word I'm looking for? When you can. I think realize actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Proclaim and create and or whatever. Yeah. It's like a, I guess maybe the difference between a realized loss in the stock market and an unrealized loss, you know, like, did you sell or did you not sell, you know? And, and, uh, there's, there's a point in time when, when you can picture your idea in your head and you can picture yourself moving through it and you can not only picture it, but you can taste it as a chef. You can fill it and hear it as a musician, you know, like when, when it becomes that tangible, um, I don't think really, and this is going to sound really cliche, but I don't think there's anything that's not possible when you can put yourself in the situation, in the moment. Um, and that's what the Red Rocks idea is, you know, like posting, you know, like I, I proclaimed it online, like I will play Red Rocks and I will let you know when the tickets go on sale. And, um, and it confused some people, you know, they're like, cool, like <laughs> send me a link to the band, you know, send me a link to the music, send me a link to the tickets. And I'm like, Hey, it's, it's in the works. Like it's, it's in the works right now. Like yeah. I'll let you know when it's available. Yeah. And, um, and I, <laughs> it was really funny. I've, I got, I've st- I still get messages because of that post, you know, and it's really funny. And I, I think, I think that's part of, that's another part of the idea is explaining to people like, Hey, like if you want to go somewhere, just tell yourself you're going there. Yep. Red Rocks is for that. Yeah. And, and there's no reason that that can't be you. Definitely. Um, and, and that's, I think a, a beautiful thing to realize as well is like, is like, other people that are doing these things that seem profoundly inaccessible, especially um, when you're living in smaller towns or whatever, um, it can feel like that's impossible or those people are doing something magical when in reality it's, they're just other people that are doing it. They're showing yeah. up and they're doing it. So. Yeah. I, I think there's a, there's a distinguish, there's, there's a difference between your ideas and, and your visions. And the vision is the next step from your idea, right? Like you have an idea. Now, can you visualize that idea? Yeah. And, um, you know, like you have your goals now visualize your goals. And, you know, I've been told like, you need to make goals that are are attainable, you know? And I'm like, like, okay, like that, that goal is, you know, like what isn't, yeah. What isn't attainable? If you can visualize it, like, yeah. Who are you to tell me that my goal isn't obtainable? Like yeah. you need to set realistic goals. And it's like, well, in in my reality, this goal is realistic. Entirely. If you told me that you wanted to carve your face into the side of Mars, I might say that's probably unrealistic. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> Indeed. But yeah. playing Red Rocks is not that. <laughs> no, that's, it's, and it's, it's awesome. And like to some people, like that is a huge deal. Yeah. To me, it's a huge deal, but it is a venue. Yeah. That is not going anywhere that I want to go play my music at. I want to go perform in some way or another. I don't know if that's going to be with a big band. I don't know if that's going to be with a duo. I don't know if I'm going to be doing it by myself, yeah. but I'm going to do it. Awesome. And um, and I think that can be applied to wherever anybody is in life. And that's kind of, as creatives, what we what we push for, you know? Like, we we have ideas, we visualize our ideas, and then we make them reality. Yeah, and um, and I think we look for hidden patterns. Um, we use tools that sometimes aren't meant for what we're doing with them, you know. Um, but like we we think of ways to make our ideas into reality, um, and and hopefully, you know, yeah, your reality and your ideas bring good into the world. 
So how do you deal with the idea of there's a living in the future concept that doesn't really allow you to like ever be satisfied on one end? Right. Um, the present focus needs to remain the most important thing because it's how you like that future moment will be present once you're playing Red Rocks, right? So um, what do you do today? Like, what does your day-to-day look like in order to get towards the goals of the visions, not just the Red Rocks thing, but any other thing that you're doing? Um, it's a great question. You know, I've had, I think, I think I, like a lot of people these days, and I've, I've read some statistics that like it's going up, anxiety, um, living in the future, you know, worrying about how I'm going to pay bills um, before I even get to my goals, you know, as a musician or as an artist in general, that can be really difficult. Day-to-day life, I think if you just make small small steps and prepare yourself and and don't speak word curses over yourself like oh like when you get up in the in the morning like instead of saying like it's going to be a long hot day you know and it's 105 outside i don't know if i want to go pack gear you know you're like Mm. you get up and you say it's going to be a wonderful day i get to go outside i get to pack gear i'm going to drink a lot of water stay hydrated you know i think it's just it's keeping not going overboard with the positivity, but like just keeping that mindset that like, yeah, I do have goals, keeping them in your head. You know, I do have goals and what, what step today can I take just to get a little bit closer to that goal? So what, what daily practices do you have um, that, you know, maybe not perfect every day, but like generally, what are some things you've found to be helpful to get you to your next goals? Networking, getting up every day, um, saying a prayer, you know, like, telling yourself that like where you're going remembering you know writing writing your goal down first of all looking at it networking and making connections i like to try to empower other people around me to feel the same way and then i like to keep those people around me um so that might be hitting up a buddy like hey what are you doing today um and maybe like feeding a little bit off their energy and being like cool that's a great idea like you know like maybe we should write a song maybe we should um you know just get together and chat about these ideas i mean it can be something really simple as just getting up and pushing through your busy day with even even little busy work um just just eating away at it little by little say um you know like for me when i get up in the in in the morning um of course like taking care of yourself first and foremost like getting some breakfast in and just reminding yourself of your goals. It is very important. Um, I have friends, and these are kind of friends that I think I want to keep around. They put their goals like on the mirror in their room, or they put it um, on a little on a little post-it note right before they walk out the door. You know, like, and these are big goals. You know, some of my some of my friends want to want to play Red Rocks as well, or they or um, whatever it is that they want to do. They you write it down, put it on a sticky note, and just remind yourself of it every day. And, and you might not do anything that day that you feel like gets you any closer mm-hmm. to that goal. Um, you might feel like that day um, was like maybe you took two steps back. Yeah. But at the same time, like I think it takes a little bit of faith to know that like you're, you're on the right path. And, and even if you took a few steps back today, tomorrow, you could take five to 10 steps forward, you know, um, um, a lot of it, a lot of how I 
stay focused is um my my belief in God, obviously. Um it's it's I think that's very important. Um I know there's not not a lot of, not a lot of people agree um with the spirituality aspect of it. But you but know for you, it works. but for me it works. Yeah. Um I for me it, you know, I, and I've seen it with my own eyes when that, when I step out in faith, um, and, and I just give my issues to God, like the money issue or whatnot, like, how am I going to pay bills? I don't know yeah. how I'm going to pay next month's bills. Um, am I going to play enough gigs? Um, you know, like where's the money going to come from? I, I, I've been taught from a very young age to not, don't worry about that. Um, that sounds a little like, a little like a, I could grew up well or well off or whatever, but we didn't, you know, we grew up in Clifton, Colorado. And, um, my parents just instilled a work ethic in me. My dad instilled a work ethic in me that, that to this day, I remember, you know, like when I remembered his words is, you know, it's just like, you know, like you, you provide for yourself and for your family, if you have one, and that's what you do, you provide for yourself. And however you do that, like that's up to you, but you do it. And these are the paths that these are the paths that I've been put on. So, so I've never really had to worry about where the bill money is going to come from. Like how I'm going to get to my next goal because I know I'm on the path to my goals. How I know that, and that is that is a different question. You know, um, yeah, I get confirmation every day right. that I'm on the right path. Yeah, and confirmation comes through history too. Yeah, like it's like yeah, you go for decades of things working and it's just like okay it's just gonna work i don't know how but i yeah. just have um comfort that it's going to and if and when it doesn't then you just be forthright and honest about where you're at and figure it out and it's like that's life and normal and i think uh, some people call that karma some people call it faith some people call it just good energy like whatever you call it write it you know write it until the path just changes you know like how did i get to where i am today like I don't know. Like all I know is that like I surround myself with good people. Yeah. Um, I I try to take care of myself health wise because health is a very big, big important part of like obtaining your goals. If you if you feel sick, if you feel tired, it's it's very hard to get to work, right? So you got yeah. to take care of yourself first and your own mental health. Um, and so every day I think you know starting off with some meditation. Um, reminding yourself where you're going and and just riding that wave of the day and seeing where it takes you. And I don't really believe force is the way. I, I do believe that like there, there are some places where you do need to force your way through a situation, um, rather it be like facing a long day or change. Change is very scary for people. Yeah. Um, and you just have to like, okay, like I'm going to go do this project. I'm going to finish it. No matter what, it might not be perfect, but it is going to be finished and we're going to punch through it. Um, and like I said, you could, you could fail, but like, at least when you fail, you know, you can, you can reflect on that failure and say, well, where did I go wrong yesterday? Yeah. That, and I can fix that tomorrow or I can fix that today in the present time. It'd be imp important to emphasize, or I'd like to hear your opinion or conversation about, um, failure and the importance of it because like fundamentally until you learn how to fail well you will not learn how to do anything well right i mean like yeah. failure is such a rad process and, and it's fun i like i really enjoy sucking at things honestly because like, i'm like 
I have so much to, I mean, disc golf being one of those things. I, I wouldn't say that I suck now, but I'm definitely not really great. And, um, but I really love it. And I, I enjoy how good I am not because it gives me something to strive for that is actually not important in my life. I mean, it's important for me to get out and walk and get the things done, but it's also like, who cares if I suck at disc golf, you know, but like, it, but I have the failures, but then, um, I do that as well with business and I do that as well with, uh, music stuff. And, um, well, within the last week I've tried to do some like, or last few weeks I've, I've tried to do, um, posts musically that are like, they were on purpose exploring weird theory things that don't sound good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but do they, maybe they don't, I don't know. And like, who cares? You know, it's like, right. that's not a, not an, even an objective thing, but it's a really weird circuitous way to ask you about your, uh, perspective on failure. Yeah. Failure. I mean, it can get you down, but I think, I think if you have the wherewithal to, to look and reflect on your failures, I think it's very important that we learn from our failures um, obviously, you know, to, to move forward. Um, I think it's good to know where your limits are, um, and to push those limits. Um, and you know, there's, I have, I have, there are some failures that I've experienced in life where, that I haven't learned from. I keep repeating the same thing. Cause I'm like, I'm very stubborn. I, I want to, I want to like, I want to make something work. Right. Like, right. um, but it just keeps failing, you know? And I'm like, well, why would you try that over and over and over again? If, if, you know, if you keep giving you this, you Vince is like, the best way and you just not, haven't done it right. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Vince is the yeah. best way. And this is my way. But then, you know, like eventually you have to look at it and be like, okay, the process, something needs to change, you know? And, um, but then again, like, without failures like i don't know life would be super boring <laughs> right um i think i think failure is i think it's i think failure is just as good as as the as a as the accomplishments and like finding those accomplished like like uh pushing through and and uh, finding a solution to the issue like failing you you can't enjoy the light if if there is no darkness i think you can't enjoy consistent success at something unless you do a bunch of things that like you fail often and early and a lot um you know it's like with video or whatever like you know if you set up a shot and you set the light and you don't know what you're doing but then it just looks great you're like man i'm good at this yeah it just like looks great and then next time you're like it doesn't look great why (laughs) or uh you know music same thing it's like you record something and you just happen to well for example, on the piano in the studio, I just had these, you know, uh, this pair of microphones and set them on the piano and um, it sounded amazing. And I was like, oh, that was easy. It's great. And then we had our cleaners come in and they moved the uh, moved the mics. And I was like, oh, let's find a place and back. And I was like, it, it doesn't sound good. Like, so then I had to learn at that point, but I didn't have to learn the first time because I got it right the first time and it sounded awesome. You know, it's like an example though. It's like the failures though, um, are the the reason that you can be more reliably good later i think that's a great but, way to put it yeah the, the failures um that you're going through as you know like and if i post a video or i post a message online and it's like hey look i failed at this project look how bad i failed at it um 
I think that also shows other people that like, it's okay to fail. Like it's okay. Cause look, I did it. I'm still here. I'm still in one piece, you know, like I'm still pushing forward. Like I, I can't tell you how many times I've been a part of a project of like a band and it went nowhere. Or we showed up to a gig and we had all these expectations in our head of how good this gig was going to go. And it just, it was terrible, you know? Right. But because of those experiences, I can enjoy the times when things go right. When, when we, when, when you hit the fold just right, when you're in the pocket, you know, you can enjoy those moments a little bit more because of your past failures. And you can look back and say, wow, like I was, I was terrible at playing drums when I was 15 and 16. But now look at these videos of, of what I'm doing now and like people actually enjoy it. Like right. the failure gives you the opportunity to show the progression. Right. You know, it gives you a starting point. It gives you a, a landmark, you yeah. know, like it is a spot on the graph. Yep. And, and it's up to you to either move on from that spot and slowly progress or not. Right. You know, and I mean, that's what the failure does for me, though. It's a starting point. Failure can be a good starting point. And she did an expe- expectation, right? Yeah. Like, like you're learning something new, expect failure, try not to, <laughs> but expect it because it's a gift, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, like legit, not cliche, but like legit. It's like you learned how not to do it, which is awesome because later that will build, <laughs> like it'll, it'll matter, you know? Failure is wisdom. In my mind. Agreed. You know, like, why don't we drive without a seatbelt? You know, like, why don't we um, go into a project without a contract? You know, like, why do we do the things we do? It's because of the failures that we've experienced. And that's why we have guidelines of how to do anything. Uh, If you're not afraid of failure, um, what are you afraid of? What am I afraid of right now? I mean, and for whatever it's worth, I don't want to project on ideas, but if you're ready, let me know, but I can, yeah, go ahead. like, I'm, I'm afraid of, uh, I'm afraid of others judgment, even though cognitively I'm not, I emotionally am. I'm scared of, um, releasing stuff that is going to be judged by uh, really me, probably more importantly than other people knowing how good I am not, even though this, a futile thing to chase any objective level of perfection. Cause that's not true with art anyway. And, you know. Um, I'm afraid that I won't be spending the time that I do have on this earth the right way while I'm, I'm a parent and a filmmaker and musician and now a podcaster and I've got a blog and I do a lot of different things halfway sometimes and, um, failure without focus, like that could be a thing, but I don't want to miss out on the other important parts of life. And I don't know, anyway, just throwing out there like. I think where I'm at. I think what I'm most afraid of right now is is missing out on other parts of life while I'm so focused on another part of life. Yeah. Um, you know, because you can you can be so focused on one one project that the, whatever else you have going on in life goes right by you. What I'm afraid of is finishing a project and realizing that I missed something else that I just let it go by me. Because I'm I'm afraid of missing out on human interaction and, and not being able to be everywhere at once for everybody. Um I'm afraid of 
I guess, you know, like everybody, I'm afraid of judgment, but at the same time, I'm, I'm afraid of looking back at what I've done and realizing that I could have did it better and then not having enough time to go back and redo it mm. or fix it in some way. Um, yes, I'm afraid of judgment. Yes, I'm afraid of my music not sounding good. I'm afraid of dying alone, you know, like, <laughs> and, and not realizing that, like, I didn't have to. And, um, yeah, you know, I think everybody's, I think, I think those are, I think those are a lot of like fears that everybody has, but, um, you know, fear of the unknown is, you know, I think that's where faith steps in a little bit, you know, obviously. Um, but you know, I am, I'm afraid of just letting myself down and maybe hyping up something that shouldn't have been hyped up or, um, I don't know if you've ever completed something and you were just like, oh, this is so amazing and you publish it and it doesn't get the reactions. Oh. It, it doesn't get the, it huh. doesn't get the the energy that you put out there. Um, you don't get it back, I guess. It's like, it's like when you're done playing a song on stage and no one claps. Right. Um, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of putting out a project, a product, putting out a product and nobody claps, you know, but then again, like, should I be asking myself, like, is it, mm. is it, does it really mean that much if nobody claps or if 50,000 people clap at once? Because you can control only what you do and what right. you put out, not the reaction. So right. are you putting your, you know, setting yourself up for failure? Obviously, we all do it. So like, I'm not, it's not like a you yeah. specific thing, but um, something I unpack a lot too. It's like, I'm going to do this and release it and... Sometimes I like laugh when something gets no responses. And then like the things that I think are going to have no, they're just like dumb. And then it's like, those get the most reaction. And right. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> and I think some of that's the algorithm. <laughs> I think it could be, but I also think that, um, people not intuitively pick up when people try too hard instead of being transparent and honest about something. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good way to put and it. I think the algorithm is searching for truth, not manipulation. Right. Um, by definition, like they just, they want it to be the most successful and attract the most liked thing by somebody. They're not like, I mean, I don't think that there's some overlord ghosts in the system that's like, let's try to screw all these people over and let these other dumb accounts not work. It's like, no, I think it's actually doing its best to try to make the decision that fulfills the goal of being dopamine fed through right. these you know th this this format so that I, I think what catches attention i guess and my, my my biggest fear is not being original mm. you know like yeah. and what is original yeah um but i want to be true to myself i guess i guess that's my biggest fear is yeah finishing a project and then realizing that that isn't me i, I was just talking to somebody else about this idea that you um you you want to, at least naturally, I think, if you if you start an art, you start you learn how to play guitar, you learn how to play drums, you learn how to sing, you're gonna mimic at first, and you're gonna try to be like this other person, or say do this thing like this other person. And you start to like slowly break that down, and over time, wash away the the influences as much as you can, and and you kind of are left with you. But then that fear of judgment is more exposed because you're now you're not doing a cover, you're doing your own song, and it's you. 
Um, and it could be music, it could be film, it could be a podcast, it could be a YouTube channel, it could be anything. We mimic instead of being true to ourselves. And really, if you're true to yourself and you're not unique because you're kind of like this other person, mm. um, being afraid of being like them is something I've like, there's a few people that I've, I feel like I've struggled with this. On. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to copy that person. It's like, well, sorry, but that's bull crap because I really should just be me and enjoy what I do Yeah, and play what I like. And if I play like what I like and it sounds a lot like somebody else, I'm not trying to mimic. I just happen to have the same tastes. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's like a, a difference between like a technique that's tried and true and then adding your own flavor to that technique, that right. tried and true technique. Um, I mean, being unoriginal... I think is like, like I said, one of my biggest fears, like, yeah. and, and, but like, you don't realize something was unoriginal until the product is finished. Have you taken the Enneagram? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Right. What was, what was, what it's was called it? the Enneagram. It's one of those personality types. Okay. Um, and, I, I've, and an Enneagram four is deathly afraid of that. I don't know. I was just curious. It's okay. fine. It's a, you know, it's kind of like a Myers-Briggs, but better okay. different. So. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've, I've taken a personality. I can't. I can't personality test. I can't exactly yeah, remember. It, it doesn't matter. Like that, phlegmatic, or they're all they're all ideas no, that help explore philosophy about how you engage with the world, and that's about it. I think so. It's not a. I'm finally able to like relax right now. By the way, that's good. Yeah, it's like I feel like I'm able to actually have a conversation. And I think nerves are also um, important to uh, to give credence to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. Like I I go into everything, and it's. I mean, I've done this so many times, and. Uh, interviews with people, you know, for films that we do for th- thousands and thousands of times or whatever. Um, again, hope that math is right, but a lot. Yeah. And um, the nerves are helpful um, because they they give an understanding at first of like I'm in this weird space, and it, and it makes people feel comfortable with you too, right? Right? Like um, your comfort's good too. But, uh, and I'm glad, and it always takes about this long for somebody to like kind of break in and for the flow to be there, you know, but yeah, but then again, that's like part of that being okay to fail. Like you're stepping in when it's uncomfortable and you're engaging and you're being real and like, that's cool too, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it takes me a minute to get there in any uh-huh. conversation. So <laughs> me too. But like, yeah. versus when we first started, you probably see like the relaxing of my face already. Like, okay, we're just having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, do you do that on stage? Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, you know, you've been in this situation a thousand times. Yeah. I've been on stage a thousand times. Yeah. I still get nervous right before I hit the stage because, you know, I, I don't want to look like a dummy or mess up anything, you know, and I want people to see the consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easier for me to slip into my, because like the stage is my space, you know, like I build, I put out my own rug, you know, I have all my toys, all my drum equipment and everything's where it should be. Um, in a setting like this, maybe I'm not too used to it yet, nope. but, um, get a mic pointing at your face yeah. and lights that are unnatural and right. Uh, you yeah. know, so it, it takes me a little bit to get into that. Like, all right, we're just going to have a conversation and then yeah, there's no performance necessary. And yeah. I think, I think that's my issue. Like soon as someone points a camera at me, I'm like, oh, I have to perform and I can't let right. you down. I gotta right. say what you want me to say. And without, without ask, asking you what you want me to say, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you know, like, it is, it takes a little bit, it takes a while. I think that's, I think that, um, I think writing music 
and and writing parts to music um that's that's um where that kind of comes into play like mm-hmm. okay like what like i don't want to i don't want to put out something that just sounds good to everybody else i want to put out something that feeds me yeah i you know like i don't want to put out something i don't want i don't want to say what everybody wants me to say just so that people will clap and we'll hit the like button and subscribe or whatever. Like I want to put out something that's genuine and and what is actually Richard as the individual. And not and like if people don't like it, and that's okay. It's okay. Because I, I know like I'm not going to make everybody happy. I might not make anybody else happy besides me. But I think that's that's part of 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 being excited for the failures, you know? Like yeah. And what are the failures? Like, is it personal? Is it, is it that no one clapped? Is that song a failure because no one clapped? Is nope. You know, like, does the does the photograph or the painting suck because no one wants to purchase it? You know, um, or or is it especially just, if it brought the artist joy when they made it? Right, right. Like if it like it's already a success. Right. Yeah. If it brings, and then it, it can do other things beyond that, but you can't control that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of why you know like i do um post some some of like the regurgitated um uh quotes and and really the stuff that makes people think because like it makes me feel good yeah and i hope that that either repeating what makes me feel good or or um recycling the footage and just and reposting it, I hope that makes someone else feel good. Yeah. You know, but first it made me feel good. Right. And if and if it made someone else feel good, then that's amazing. You know? Can we talk about okay, so talking about the nerves, right? Mm-hmm. Get nervous, scared, uh, at first. I think that there's a there's an important thing in life over our overall, um, where we need to do things that are uncomfortable. Huh. Um and if you're comfortable all the time. Um, you're probably not doing things right, and discomfort is because we kn- we're aware that we're going to fail, maybe or and failure. Of course, I think we're saying it like it's a super binary thing. Like uh, not succeeding is maybe a better way to put it. Uh, the first time or not hitting the mark you're trying to hit yet, you know, is like I think another way to say it. Like we put an easy overarching word called failure and it's like I, I think it's like actually probably not that now that we've said it a million times but um yeah I guess um you showed up yeah I said hey let's let's do a podcast and you're like yeah and it's awkward and I don't know where or when or what to say and you know yeah um I guess can you talk to that like I mean I think in so- the social media land that we live in uh we're all we're just like constantly like feeding ourselves like cheap stupid pointless dopamine um but that discomfort that you find in trying to write a song you start and it's awkward and you don't know what it's going to be and it's it's uncomfortable right yeah but then you seek it out i don't know yeah um yeah this when when you hit me up i was i was stoked because it's different and that uncomfortable feeling like it's energy, right? And anxiety is energy and depression is energy and joy is energy and happiness is energy. So what I've over the past few years and even more so in the past few months, 
I have learned and been teaching myself that emotions are energy and energy can be can be made and it can push you to do or to think bad or it can put you in the light and it can you can push you to think good things and it can push you to do good things you can take that negative anxious energy and apply it to right now in the present time um to push yourself to to get through those awkward moments and and um like that awkward energy you know it's like let's feed off of that because yeah because it's okay to feel awkward i think that brings out i think the awkwardness and the the, the cringe the, yeah the cringe i think that really i think that shows your character i think it exposes you um and and that um that's a fear that a lot of people have is being exposed um as the real people they are opposed to the what they post on social media mm-hmm. or what they or the uh, image or facade that they put off yeah. in public yeah um well and, and, and until you do that until you post something real um not whiny and complainy and blamey or accusatory or like nothing toxic but something real like vulnerable um it feels scary to do so because it's by definition vulnerable um but you realize that people actually need it they love it they're not uh, like you don't get people on there like at least I, i haven't had people on there like saying bad things to me when i post something this um Right, the vulnerable, and the more that I practice that, the more that I realize it's like it's a really refreshing thing. Like, and, and I talk to <laughs> men a lot, and we go into depression and PTSD and anxiety and uh, therapy and the the fears that they have, like the things that uh, men just supposedly don't talk about. I've, it's like every minute man I talk to seems open to discuss where they're failing. It's just not part of the natural conversation. Right, that's not socially normal you know right. it's not a social norm I'm quite literally not socially normal so it's fine <laughs> yeah 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 i at this point in time i feel like i feed off of being vulnerable sure. i can sit down and record some music and get a good track but I, i've done it a thousand times you know but now if, if i go and i try to write an essay or or uh or or something that or i'm just not car- good record at a podcast or try to work on my truck you know or yeah. do anything that i'm not used to yeah. Uh, you know, record a podcast, <laughs> um, you know, that, that shows me like one, like maybe there's areas in my life I can work on, um, two, like if I'm not saying the right things, you know, like I have to remind myself that like, what are the right things to say? Um, like I can work on that. Like it, it shows you your vulnerabilities and what you can work on, I guess, is like being awkward and feeling that awkwardness also like it shows like i said other people that like it is okay to be yourself like you don't have to hide behind social media you don't have to hide behind the suit the car the money the house or whatever you have or don't have um you know because i think i think we look at society and you know if if people aren't wearing the certain thing if they're not talking on you know on an iphone if you know if like the bubbles aren't blue in the text you know like that that there's some that they there for some reason they haven't made it there yet like that's not really like who they are you know yeah. like their socioeconomic standing is not who that person is like their job doesn't define you your, yes. your job doesn't define you and, and your wealth your wealth doesn't define no. you your car doesn't your house yeah. your clothes 
you have to be comfortable with yourself. And for a lot of people, that is the awkward situation. And it's, I, I think it, honestly, I think it's hard. I think um, we're built as, you know. But it's refreshing. I know, but but I'm going to say, I, th- I think we're built um, by society to perform and act a certain way that's quote unquote appropriate or quote unquote resonates similarly to everyone else. And that um, breaking that down at, at first, I think is really difficult. Um, I, I know I hit a point where I realized I was like, well, I could, I could just keep, I mean, I don't think it was ever intentionally um, dishonest about who I am, but I did realize that I had a character that I was playing that made everybody else really comfortable. That wasn't necessarily true to myself. And, um, and that realization that I could live my whole life and not be known was terrifying. And I was like, well, how about I cut the crap, you know? And like, um, it's not that easy though, really, you know? It's not easy. Yeah. Uh It's terrifying. And and there's times where you don't realize that you're, I mean, there's, I think it's like a, it's an onion thing where you're like layer after layer after layer, like you work on yourself and then you, you finally figure it out. And then later you're like, Oh, I didn't figure this part out though. Like I've got to keep working on it. And therapy has been amazing for me. Like I absolutely love it. Um, because there are things about me that I don't absolutely love and I want to fix that too. Yeah. yeah. So that's wonderful. That's beautiful yeah. actually. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, going back to like the fear question, like, I think it's, I think my biggest fear is just not being, not being myself. And in getting to the end of life and I mean like and just realizing that I wasn't true to myself. And and that that's what makes me fearful. You know, that's that's what puts that that awkwardness that oh so I, I feel like I strive and I I strive to just be as genuine as possible and admit my faults admit my failures and learn from them. I know that sounds super cliche, but like, it's so true. Like it is so, it is so true. Like you, like if you don't learn from your failures, I guess you'll just keep doing it over and over again. And eventually you're going to (laughs) die. And, and I don't want to look back on life and, and realize that, oh my gosh, like no one really knew me and I wasn't able to express myself. Uh, And I think that's being a creative or, making art, making music. Um, I think it's very important that we, that we are genuine to ourselves. And when you're genuine, when, when you can be true to yourself, I think that that will really reflect on your product. Um, I think people like to see the genuine you, like you said, you know, like the algorithm isn't looking for, for manipulation. You know, um, but it's it is very hard, I guess, to go out and be yourself in front of strangers and to be genuine, just your genuine self, and open up. Um, especially when we're put into uh, situations where everybody around you is being super fake. You know, yep. um, but I, my experience has been that that tr- the transparency. Um, breaks the walls down for people really fast yeah uh i think i think because no one wants to do it first you know but but that's what our our job is as artists but also i think as communicators you know yeah 
I think I think that's true in like big group settings or big group meetings. Like, who has a problem with this picture? You know, and like, honestly, like, tell me what you think about this. Tell me what you think about this song. And everybody just wants to be, oh, that sounds great. It looks good. Yeah. And then it just takes that one seed, that one person, to be like, this could be a little bit different. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then boom, it just works out. And it's like it's even better than you could have imagined. You know, um, I, being genuine is a big part of of what I do yeah. and why I do it. Because I think if I can be genuine, then that'll help the next person be genuine and the next person. And it kind of just, you kind of just grow this community around you. This world has enough anxiety and stress and fakeness and it doesn't have enough love and it doesn't have enough, I guess, like people reaching out to help other people. Like, I don't know what that's called. It could be love. It could be just like, genuine care like for your fellow man you know like i i really feel like the world doesn't get enough of that it doesn't get enough pep talks you know like you you like people every day feel like they are not enough like and they're told every day that they're not enough whether that be you know like facebook putting up images of supermodels or whatever um I, i have a feeling that facebook is listening to us at all times you know on our phones but like we feel inadequate because we are constantly comparing ourselves to 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 fake manipulated ideas online and images. I, I've I've definitely been in a point in life where I was comparing myself to all these other artists and and it it put me in a bad spot. And it took me a, a while to realize that these people were we're just being real. And that's why they are where they are today. They're just being real and expressing themselves. And someone else was making it look real pretty, you know, like that, you know, like they were putting online what they wanted us to see and they were only showing the good parts and they weren't showing the process. They weren't showing their failures. And, and I really, it took me a long time to realize this. I'm I'm not sure exactly what brought me to that realization, but I do know that that like for every like five seconds of achievement that you see online, every five seconds of sparkle that you see online from someone else, there is years and years of failures that are behind that. I know how it felt for me to to feel inadequate because of what I was comparing myself to. Right. And I don't want people to feel that same way because it's a bad place to be. And I genuinely just want people to feel good about themselves. It took me a long time to feel good with myself and to be genuine with myself and to say like, it's okay to to do what you do every day and to wake up and, and just to be real and look back on yesterday and say, yesterday was a bad day, but today's gonna be better. Um, and And even if that day didn't pan out to be better, like at least I tried. You know, at least I tried and, and I failed and I'm going to try again and again and again um, because, you know, like there is no worse feeling than failing and then just sitting in your failure and and, and stopping because that's stop. really that's really where the failure comes in. Yeah. Not succeeding or not hitting a goal isn't failure until you stop. Yeah. You know. It's not a realized failure yeah. until you 
until you stop, until you're just done with it, until you give it up. And sometimes you should just stop and that's not immoral. That's good. Yeah. I don't really connect morality to like failing or not, you know, but. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a, there's a, there's a fine line, I think. And I think that's something that I've been going through recently um, with a project that I'm a part of that is coming to an end in a way that I don't want it to come to an end in a way that I didn't foresee it happening. Right. Um, and am I a failure for putting it down and moving on? No, because that failure that I'm putting down, I'm learning from it. What am I taking from it? I'm taking, I'm taking the knowledge of what happened and what can I do to push myself forward in the next project. Um, and, and that's really, I think, I think that's a really big part of realizing your failure and being genuine with yourself is that like, look, you can work on something for 10 years and it can end in the blink of an eye. And it might be really hard to put that down, but at least you can look back on it and say, I can do it better the next time. And the fact that it went for 10 years is the success. The fact that it's ending just like everything does, um, isn't, I don't think even a definition of, I mean, I don't know the circumstance, but mm -hmm. I think that it's easy to look at things that end earlier than you might've wanted them to and look at, look like they didn't work. And when in reality they did for the time that it, that it did Yeah. and everything else that you're doing, like, for example, like Opticopter seems to be doing well and we're okay and in business, but I'm not necessarily, um, I'm not hanging my hat on the, it not ending or it not continuing or it is going to, I mean, it doesn't matter uh, because it's been a success. It's taken as I've, I've met so many people and it's been fun. Um, same thing with music, you know, or, uh, or this podcast, like it's just starting. And so uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, but if it, if all I do is record these 10 episodes and it's uh, and that's what it is fine, you know, um, because then it's, it was, a, it was a success at that point, you know, that's, that's great. That's beautiful. I think, I think I needed to hear that, you know, I think, um, I think it's so easy to look at, it's easy to be, it's easy to like want to be positive about a situation and, and we want to look back at a situation and say, yeah, we, we accomplished all this, but like, it's so easy to see the negative, the negativity in it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's very important that we that we accept it and that we deal with it in some way but we don't hold on to it and that we are able to move on and whether that's moving on maybe maybe do the same thing maybe you don't maybe you you push in the same direction or maybe you go in a different direction yeah. but i think it's very important that you do move on in some way in some fashion and that you do know that like failure is okay and and, and that's it's okay to yeah we're all we're just gonna learn from it and nothing know? is permanent or uh forever right so right it, like everything at some point has to have an end um and so and you can't define anything in in completeness of what um what a thing what a thing's output is going to be like a you know project or relationship or whatever a business um so it's like I think in some ways it's kind of like the Ray Kondo approach to uh, minimalism where she says, you know, take the object and thank it and, and then, and then let it give it to goodwill. Like, thank you for the time I had with you. I think that I love that. I think it's beautiful. Cause it's like, 
it was awesome and now it's not awesome. And so it's okay. So it's like, that doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that it was great and did so many great things. And I don't know. That's helped me a lot to have that philosophy on things too, because it makes it easier to let go. Um, and there, and therefore things seem to be more consistently successful because I've let go. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't think it's, um, a coincidence. I think that we're sitting here right now because like I'm going through some shifts in life right now that that I am going to be in that same spot where like you're beautiful. Thank you. Yep. And bye-bye. And bye. And that's you know and it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's actually good. Yep. Yeah. I, I like that a lot, man. Yeah. I really speaks to me in so much so many different ways awesome. i think i'm gonna get more out of this podcast than you are <laughs> i uh, always love it so um you know we've we've never really sat down and like had a conversation like this nope. before in our entire lives no nope, we haven't and um known each other for a really long time <laughs> yeah and uh i think those little connections are what i really live for you know and that's that's why i do the things i do and why i create what i create um just because those little connections through life, I think, are really what life is about. Um, there is a great beyond, you know, and there is lots of energy in the world. And I hope that something that I might, the connection that I had made with someone just helps them through something, yep. you know, helps them through a failure or is like a stepping stone. I'll, I always see like where I'm at right now in the present time as a stepping stone to where I'm going yep. and that I'm on a path. And that there is nothing and nobody large enough or big enough to to push me off my path, even though I feel like sometimes I do get pushed off my path or I have to change the path. Like all roads lead to a goal. Yeah. And no matter which road or which path I take, like it will, I will eventually end up at this goal. Um and I think that the little connections that I make with everybody pushes me in a direction of some sort that'll eventually lead to that goal um or them you know like this isn't always just about me you know like obviously like this connection that we made like is this was is this really it really feels good um you could sit down and do this more often like yeah um but uh well th- i will say the reason that i called you specifically is that i see that you are making that impact that you're talking about on other people i say um keep it up and I'm really thankful you're able to show up today. Thanks, man. I so. appreciate being able to show up. I appreciate the opportunity. And you know, maybe someone in the future watching this will be like, "My failures aren't failures. Yeah. What? They're actually just <laughs> stepping stones and pushing me along my way." Because I think right. that's really what it is. You know, like, exactly. Maybe our failures aren't failures, bro. They're not. Maybe, you know, maybe they're just they're just hills and mm-hmm. obstacles along the way that you. Building that a mountain, happened. a mountain that you later call an, an attempt at wisdom. So, <laughs> yes, that's good. Attempt at wisdom. I love good. it. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing with other people you think might gain value from it. My name is Seth Schaefer. This is Behind the Act.